Okay. Parshas Shaftim. You know, no, no one, no one can believe that uh, that it's a coincidence that these parshas always fall out in the month of Elul, and uh, definitely, it's it's no question that that these uh, these uh, parshias that fall out in the month of Elul are to instruct us, to give us help and understanding and what the the upcoming Yom Tev of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, is all about. And we don't have to look very deep. When we, when we talk about uh, the Parsha Shaiftim, Shaiftim judges, and we're preparing for the Yom Hadin, for the Day of Judgment. The, um, the Ramban and other Rishonim, the Chizkuni, you know, say that the last Sukkim of Parsha's Re'eh, of last week's Parsha, talk about the mitzvah Ali Regel, Sholish Pom Bashana, the last, the last Psukim, that, that everybody has to do the mitzvah to go to the place I have chosen. Beis Hamikdash is always identified as the place of choice. And there's a, there's a good reason for that. Um, because because we know the Beis Hamikdash is a is a reality of the of the Shechina being in our presence, being eternally connected with the Jewish people, and whether we have a Beis Hamikdash or we don't have a Beis Hamikdash, we always can be searching and heading towards the place that Hakadosh Baruch has chosen, and that's the Shechina, that's the, the our, our personal connection. With, with that, and he talks about the three times a year, the Chag HaMatzois, Chag HaShvuis, Chag HaSukais, and says the Chizkuni that it, it, it makes a lot of sense that it, it follows this week's Parsha that that's why these two Parshas following that mitzvah comes to set up judges because the judges and the and the system of of accountability finding judges and the shotrim which is the, the the enforcement system is there to bring us to that place the rahaima kodesh also Says that we why do we go to the base of Migdash? What's the purpose of going to the to the Makkah Migdash? Because that's where the Sanhedrin sat. The Sanhedrin, the judges sat, and from the Sanhedrin emanated justice. And we, and we have to understand we're learning Besachtas Makas. We just started Besachtas Makas, which talks about uh, people coming to Besdin and perhaps forgetting. What is the purpose of of that encounter of coming to to pursue justice? And this person is abusing that system by being an aide that really he wasn't witness to what he says he saw. He didn't see it, and as is proven by the other two witnesses who come and say that he is an aide zomem, as is later in this week's parsha. And because he's abusing the justice system, how deep does this go? We understand 
in a cursory understanding that if you abuse the justice system, so then there is no justice. And there'll be the wild, wild west out there. But it, of course, in the Torah, of the Torah is telling us it goes much, much deeper than that. Um, Rabbeinu Bachaya, you know, in every, in, besides his running commentary on the Parsha, which he was a student of the Ramban, so this is from the early Rishonim, he has a introduction to each Parsha. Every Parsha, and I, there was someone who put together all the introductions, and his introduction is always from the Sefer Mishlei, the Book of Proverbs, by Shleim HaMelech. And he always finds a Pasuk in Mishlei that he believes gives us the foundation to understand the whole Parsha. And the Parsha of Shoftim, his Hakdama, he brings the Pasuk in Mishlei 3.17, Gimel Yud Zayin, which is the famous Pasuk that we see on many Aaron Kodesh in, in Shul's, Drochel Darche Noam, that all the paths are the pathways of, of pleasantness, Noam, and all of its ways, the Torah's ways, bring to peace. And he finds that as the focus and the underscoring idea of the whole Parsha of Shoftim B'Shoitrim. And he, and he brings that Shleim Melech, that the holy side of the Torah is to bring peace. Shalom. Many people translate peace in a different way. But the essence of peace, which is no coincidence that David Melech named his son Shlomo, which is the name of peace, right? Completion, Shleimus, Shalom, peace. And the, the, the fundamental principle of Torah is peace. And we say this in, in the Kaddish, we say, that makes peace, he should also bring peace upon us. And this is the, 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 the story of, of justice. As the Rabbeinu B'chaya says, justice system is in order to maintain peace. Now what does that mean? Of course, that's simple. You know, if, if a, and then you need, you need enforcers of the law. But we don't need the Torah or Shlomo Melech to tell us such an, such an idea. The first Mishnah, or the first of the Mishnahs in Mishnayas uh, in Pirkei Ovis, says, "Al oimed, al Torah, And then the last Mishnah of that parak says, "Al kayam," the sustenance of the world, or the continuity of the world, the kiyum of the world, is on. Din, Emes, and Shalom. Din, Emes, and Shalom. The second one is Kayim. What was the first again? The, the Torah, Avodah, Gemilus Chasan. That's Olam Oimed. Okay, Amen. And the second one, last mission in the first parak, says there are three things that the world is Kayim that gives it continuity, gives it ability to to uh, to be.
the distinction between Omed and Kayim is, is what? Is, is Kayim is continuity, and Omed is what stability? Is the maintenance, the maintenance of it. The world was built on Torah, Vodag, Milos, Chasadim, and the world continues to be maintained and to be to stand on Emes, on Din, Emes, and Shalom. And if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, in the beginning of Chayshem Mishpat, he brings the Rabbeinu Yoyne that in Ovas that, that asks, you know, what's the difference between these two? And it's an appropriate introduction to Chayshem Mishpat, which talks about the laws of adjudication of, of Bezdin, of uh, judges and everything. We have to know it's the kiyum of the world. The maintenance of the world stands on, on Din, Emes, and Shalom. And this is the this is what our parsha shayftim b'shayitrim titin lacha b'chol sharecha. The parsha opens up in page thousand twenty four. Well, we're getting to high numbers. Parsha shayftim page one thousand twenty four. So it's interesting titin lacha to the individual, and the mafarshim ask, what do you mean to the individual? This is bezdin is the you know every. Every city, every community has to have judges, has to have enforcement, or else you have chaos. Like we, we unfortunately have seen not too long ago, we all remember that, but we lived in, in mortal fear, not just of COVID, but of yeah. physical fear outside our homes. We locked our doors and, we, and, and we, it was just, it just impossible to live. But... But obviously, with that, with that doesn't need a Torah to teach us. And, and the Meforshim, the Sfasemis, and, and his grandfather, the Chidush Arim, make the diuk of Titein Lachod, every individual, Bechol Shorecha, in every gateway. Every, we all have gateways. We have personal portals of entry to our minds, to our hearts and to our souls. That's our eyes. Our hearts and our eyes are portals and to the to that bring in information and make us feel and see through the things we see and the things we feel make us go in a certain direction. And this is something that we need judges, we need enforcement to say, what is it that I'm bringing in through those portals of entry? Because that's how I'm going to act. That's how I'm going to feel. That's how I'm going to react to the different things by what I allow to enter into my mind, into my heart. And we all know this to be very true. Um, you know, if a person, uh, you know, uh, God forbid, watches a, a horror film or a, or a, um, a, a very um, bloody murder, then they, they can't sleep at night. Every noise they're thinking, because they brought that into themselves and now they, they're living with that made-up fear and that, that now lurks in their minds and therefore it lurks in their reality. Like this, so can you imagine a person lives with that 30, 40 years? Their whole life is built around that. That they they they, they can't. They have no peace. They have no shalom. They have no shalom. So the says the Ben Abchaya that the whole shalom that all of its ways of the Torah is to bring to one goal, and that's peace. 
and that's why it's Din, Din Emerson Shalom. That's right. That's Shalom right. Din Emerson Shalom is uh, is the kiyum of the of the world. Now, how do we get to that Shalom? The, the the goal and the way to get to that shalom is finding our path and finding the malchus shamayim, the kingship of Akarish Borhu in the world. He gave us a Torah in order that we should be able to find him and to find that he is the king. And that's why the parsha begins with with um, with shayftim b'shayftim. You should have judges. And and we know that that in our in our davening we have a bracha that's called Hashiva Shaftenu Kavari Shaina. I forgot to bring a sitter. Have a sitter. You have a sitter. We'll see you in the Sfardi sitter. One of the one of the middle brachas, nineteen brachas, really eighteen brachas. The nineteenth was added. We'll talk about that in a minute. So you have three in the beginning, three at the end. That's six, and then you have thirteen, twelve original, and thirteen middle brachas of request. Those are our the brachas that we that of request. And there, in the middle, middle, we have a bracha called Hashiva Shaftenu Kavarishona, that you should return us to have judges like it was in the beginning, v'yoyatzenu kibatchila, and advisors like we had batchila in also in the beginning. What's the difference between barishona and batchila? So the Mefarshim, you know, talk about that. The, the, the Malbum makes the Chilak, who is a master of making difference between words, he said, what's the difference between judges and advisors? Shoftim and Yoatzim. Shoftim and Shotrim, we know what one is, the, the Rashi tells us are the, the judges, and the Shotrim are the enforcers. The judges says, a rule, pay this person, and the guy says, I'm not paying. So here comes the knock at the door, you know, I'm sorry, if you don't pay, you're going to go to jail, or you're going to get fined, or, or, or whatever, right? That, that's shayftim and shaytrim. They both have distinct roles. But what are the difference between shayftim and yoyatzim that we pray for every day? Bring us back judges and advisors. So the Malbim you know, explains that shayftim are the gedoyle Yisrael that forge a path for every person, for, for Klal Yisrael, for individuals, for the masses. In Beidon Makam, which is the Torah does that, they, they, uh, you know, they, they uh, uh, expound on that. And of course, Beidon Olam And then you have the Yoyatzim, the advisors, which are the G'doylim that, that the Malbim says, that advise people Beidon Olam Okay, that, that, that's what that's what he says. Two different types of, yeah, like a rope. Like a rope, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's how the Malbum, the Malbum says. And and then why why Shayfet is Kabri 
uses that word of beginning. The Yoyatsim uses the word batchila. That also, you know, there's each one has a a distinct uh, usage of the word. Just showing that there's such a depth to each one of our prayers. Now, this particular bracha in the Shemonasrei is the only one of the middle ones that changes during Aserasi Mechuva. Instead of the 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 we end the bracha with Baruch Atah Hashem Melech Oyev Tzdoko Mishpat, which is true in the Sfardim and and the Ashkenazim. During the Aseris Mechuva, it changes to Hamelach Hamishpat. What's what's the difference, right? Well, we're focusing on judgment, even though Melach Oyev Tzdoko Mishpat really says the same thing. But you know, it seems it's the king that loves charity and justice. But here we go straight to the point, HaMelech HaMishpat, it's the king of judgment. But really, since they're basically saying the same thing, if you forget to make the change, you certainly don't have to go back. If you forget HaMelech HaKadosh, you have to start over again, Yerushmanesri again, because the first three blessings are like one entity. But in the middle set of brachas, there's only one change, and that change is during the Aserah Tshuva, and you don't have to go back. It's interesting that in this this bracha, because this bracha is trying to teach us about the 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 centrality and the importance of justice. Justice is there to bring shalom. Shalom is the is the the culmination of putting everything that God wants from us and from His world, and not just this world. He makes justice in heavens between the angels, which we don't see and we don't have much to do with that. should bring peace to us, not just to the Jewish world, but to us it means something more special. It means that we are aligned and we're searching for, for godliness and we're searching for God as our king. This is what it means. And now we can read this blessing. Hoshiva Shavtenkavarishan to give us ju- justices like it originally was, like in the creation of the world. And the, our advisors, Bain Odom Lamokam, as the Malbum says, Kibatchilo, like was also the original intention in the beginning of creation. And with that, Hoser Mimenu Yogoin Vanocha. You will remove from us. Yogon is sorrow. Vanocha is groaning. We don't we don't appreciate. It's like you know you, you go to a place and and um, um, I'm here. It's like a, it's second nature that we have alarms on our homes. We have bars on our windows. We have double locks on on our doors. Deadbolts. <laughs> Right on everything. Our cars, you know, have alarms on them. They have, uh, you know, bars on. You know, we, the, the, on the steering wheel. What do they call that? The uh, 
used to, it was very popular. It's, it's becoming it be popular popular again, right? And now, right? And you know, cameras everywhere. Cameras everywhere. We we, we, and we think that's normal, and we think that's normal that we have eighty-five cameras looking at every view of our home. You know, the police came to our to our home because it was a robbery across the street, and they saw we have cameras. They want to look at our cameras, and I mean, it's, it's like a crazy world, and we think this is normal. When you go out to the boondocks and you rent an Airbnb somewhere, there, there's no keys to the doors, there are no bars in the window, no alarm system there, and people just walk around and live normally. You know, I, as I've told you before, I've lived on Yeshiva Lane in Baltimore, and when I took over someone's apartment, he didn't have a key to the front door to give me because he never used it. He never used it. So I asked him, why do you have a deadbolt on your, on your door? So he says, oh, that's to keep the kids from running out. In the morning, they would run out too early in the morning. <laughs> he has to keep the kids in, not to keep people from coming into the home. <laughs> That's why the deadbolt was was high, so the kids can't reach it. But it wasn't for security purposes at all. And we and so who's crazy? What's what's normal? Says the bracha. We say it every day that if we would have the the justice system, and we'll see again what the justice system is. It will t- remove from us sorrow and groaning. All that inner anxiety, all that inner fear that comes from the uncertainties and the, the, the virtual fears and things that have been placed upon us unjustifiably, and we know more than in the last couple of years, more than anybody else. And what's going to be the purpose of that? And the rule should happen quickly. You Hashem, you, you Hashem. I only want to be under the justice system of God. I only want to have God as my king. And in this bracha we are saying every single day, we are saying that this is the normal, this is the reality of what will bring us to peace and the shalom that Hashem so dearly wants from us that, that we say in the last brach of every Shmon Esrei, Baruch Hashem, Hashem Yevarech Es Amo Basholom, that God should bless His people, Israel, with peace. That's all that God wants from us. And with that, he created a whole system, the whole world, and he created himself and as the, the ability for us to see that Hashem is the king. And, we, and as we're coming to Rosh Hashanah, we start, we start trying to train ourselves back because it's impossible to walk into Rosh Hashanah, cold turkey, you know, without having thought about, without any preparation... What, what does it mean the day of judgment? Where am I, you know, to make that a reality, besides, you know, the, 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 that we don't feel the fear, but the purpose is not the fear. The purpose is that we should see that this is what we want. That Kosh Bohu wants that from us, and we want that from him. We want him to be our king. We want to be able to see that. And we say this... Every single day in our prayers, it's, the, it's in the structure of our prayers, we have a, a 
recurring sentence that we say, Hashem yimloch lo'olam va'ed. Hashem should rule forever and ever. This is part of our prayers. We say this at the end of Pesukah de Zimra in Oz Yashir, right? We say it really earlier in the Hashem Melech, Hashem Molech, Hashem Yimloch, Lo'olam Va'ed, Hashem Melech, Olam Va'ed. We say it in Yehich Vod. The whole build-up. In Yashrei, Malchuscha, Malchus, Koloilamim. Your kingdom, Umemshaltacha, Bechol Dovod, and your rulership, which, you know, the difference between kingship and rulership, Malchus and Memshala, is one is where we accept it, one we realize that it's there for our good, and memshal is where we don't see that it's for our benefit, but still it has to be imposed because it is for our benefit. And the, you know, the first time this is used in the Torah is by Yosef, when the brothers heard about his dreams, that they're all going to bow down to the, with the sheaves and, 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 uh, and the stars. And, and they said, Are you going to rule over us? Surely not. We haven't accepted you. Rulership is only with acceptance. The only thing is that you're going to impose your rulership over us, which he did when he was the king of, in Egypt, he provided for them. And they thought, oh, why is he being so harsh with us? And why is he, he was preparing to support them? He knew what he was doing, but they didn't understand what they were accepting, what was the, what was the plan. So this is the whole, we say this in Davening, at the end of Pesukah Zimra, Hashem yimloch lo'olam va'ed, it's, it's eternal. Hashem put it into the system of the world. It's in the justice system. It's in the ultimate goal to bring peace. Hashem yivorech es amo ba'sholam. That's what the whole justice system, mishpat, is all about. We say it at the end of, right before Shmon Esrei, right before Tzur Yisrael, we take our steps back. We say, Shiro Chadosha. Everybody rules and everybody it's in our final preparation of of the Shmon Esrei. Oh, that's Arvis. Shachris, right? It's in, in Shachris. Really, it's in Marv also, the Baruch of Geula. But in, in Shachris we say, yeah, we say Yachar Kulam Hodu, everybody gives thanks. And they proclaim your kingship by saying, That's our last preparation before Shmonesrei. We say it again in Uvalatzion, the Kedusha, the Sidra, the end of the, uh, towards the end of the davening. Also the same verse of Hashem Yimloch Loilam Vaed, after Kadosh, 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 and then. Um, the, the second one, and then it says, Hashem Yimloch Lalam And we say it a, third, a fourth time in Aleinu. So it's, it's all over in all of the key phrases and stages of our prayers is the kingship of Akash Brochu. And this is the purpose of Parsha Shaiftim to bring and heighten our awareness to make it real. And this is the, the, the purpose of it, is to bring this idea of, of peace. And this is what the Beis HaMikdash was. It was a place of, of peace.
It brought peace among all the nations. Did other nations ever go to the base camp? Sure, they all they brought carbonos, and this is part of the reason why Shlomo Melech, who was the builder of the base of Migdash, married a thousand wives. He because everybody wanted to connect themselves through Kalal Yisrael to the base of Migdash. Non-Jews came. Non-Jews came absolutely. Not only in Israel but outside of Israel. Yeah, for they came and brought their kabbonis and and uh, when they wanted to, but they they wanted to connect themselves. With um, with the base amigdash, but the, the, we have to align ourselves, and this is what, and that's why in the beginning of, the, of our parsha it teaches us that when you come into Eretz Yisrael, you're going to have to place a king upon yourselves. But the king has to know he's a, only a mortal king; he represents, you know, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore the king has to have two sifrei Torah. The Torah, our parsha says. He has one sefer Torah that he keeps in his in his treasure house, and one that walks that travels with him, which has been the the custom. The rebbes have their own little sefer Torah, those little ones that they can carry around with them. Um, but why two? It's the same Torah. So someone wanted to say, uh, Nissen Kaplan wanted to, said in the name of someone, very interesting pshat, that sometimes over time. When a king goes out and he gets the honor which is due to him, which is mandated that we give the honor to the king and he is the wealthiest and the biggest landowner and he conquers the conqueror and he's the one who the whole world waits for his um, justice and his and he rules over everything. He's carrying that Torah with him, but sometimes over time, he starts. Explaining, trying to explain what the Torah really is, is trying to say to justify his position. And therefore, he has to have, when he goes back home at night, he can go into his treasure house and compare the two Torahs. Is the Torah that he has carrying with him, that he is maintaining and he's, he's ruling over his people? And his, is it the same Torah that stays in his storage, in his treasure house? Is it the same one that God gave us? And this was some that's the Symbolic exercise. Symbol, this is the exercise that he has to go through. And put, keeps him in check because even the king is a human being. Right? It's a beautiful, nice, nice idea. Um, but we all have a mitzvah to write a safer Torah. We all have that mitzvah, uh, and and uh, because we all we all have this this uh, sense of being a ruler over our own little kingdom mm-hmm. the kingdom of ourselves the kingdom of our families and kingdom of our influence, area of influence and we know that when just, just as an aside we know when, when the, uh, Rosh Hashanah is all about proclaiming God over, over us and when when Bilam was hired, we've mentioned this before, and Bilam was hired to curse the Jewish people. So the question was, there was just a brief moment that he knew how to calculate the anger of God. And that moment, the Gemara Bracha says, is like a, a incalculable moment. 
<laughs> it's impossible to, and he knew, he had that wisdom. That was the scope of that wisdom. And what could he have said? Tosis asked the question, what could he have said in that brief moment? How much can you say? So Tosis says he could say the word kalem, destroy. Says Tosis in Avodah Zorah that HaKosh took that kalem and turned it around and made it into the word melech, word into make king. And that's what we say on Rosh Hashanah, who threw us melech boy, that through the key of the shofar, we sort of turn ourselves around all of the misnomers and misguided uh, things that we said r- that rule and rule our thoughts and our uh, belief system. Oh, in a moment, we can turn them around because really we are wired correctly. Hashem wired us with the ability to, to, to understand and to align ourselves with Torah and the right, and we can turn it around. So some of the Mephorshim want to say a beautiful, beautiful thought. The letters Kalem, the letters Kalem, Chof Lamed Mem, which is the opposite of Melech. Kalem means destroy. Chof stands for three areas, three parts of the body. The Chof stands for Kaved, the liver. The Lamed stands for the lave, the heart. And the mem stands for the moach, the brain. This is a more alpi kabola, but it's it's a broad it's broad the goyin the vilna goyin brings us. So the kaved is is the the physicality that takes the blood and and filters it, but it filters it through the filters that lets in what it believes is necessary or unnecessary. <laughs> not what's truth if you put the liver first you can come to destruction because you put the liver then the, then the heart and then the, then the mind afterwards the melech the, to have a, be a king to have true justice is where you put the moach first you put the brains and the intellect first and then you have the heart, the emotions, and, and now you, what you have believe in your, in your intellect now becomes energized with the emotions. But it's balanced because it first came through the intellect. And then you sift it through. Now your whole filtering system is going to be totally different. That's melech. That's the kingdom. That's, where we're, that's what we're shooting for. That's the purpose of, of Elul. That's the purpose. And this is why in the Shmon Esrei, I believe, this is the bracha that we make this change. And this is the bracha that comes right before the, th- the 13th bracha that we added, which was added in the Gemara and brachas on Daf, on Daf Chav Chesam Beis. The Gemara says that the brachas, all 18 brachas were, were brought in front of Rabbi Gamliel in Yavna, after the Churban, when the Jewish people were, were living in Yavne. And Rabbi Gamliel said, it's time to add another bracha to help us in our time of Golas. It's after the Churban, we're limited, all we have is the little leftover crumb of the Chachamim in Yavne, which, were, which the, 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 the emperor gave us, as the Gemara in Gittin tells us, that Rabbi Yechem and Zakkai pleaded 
give us Yavne v'chachameha, let us have this crumb. We're pleading with the king as if we have to plead with the king. The, the, we, have to, we have to prove to him that you're going to be the king. And he told him, well, if I'm the king, then where have you been? And the, the whole story. Then all of a sudden, the mess, enter messenger and says, oh, the emperor died and you're the new emperor. So he had to show that, there was, that the, only the Torah has a little bit of nevuah still left. And the Chachamim have the wisdom, and he gave him Yavne, the Chachamel. So, in that little vestibule of, of what was left over, Rabbi Gamliel says, Who's going to make this bracha, this 13th bracha of Vilamalshin Malti Sikha, that we should be saved and not beholden to our enemies, enemies within and enemies without? Says the Gemara is only Shmuel HaKotan. Shmuel HaKotan, the small Shmuel. He was a very humble person. Shmuel HaKotan, he's the one who could write this. He can author this bracha. Why Shmuel HaKotan? So the Gemara doesn't say, but the Mepharshim explained, because Shmuel HaKotan in Pirkei Avaz says what? B'nefola yivcha al tismach. When your enemies fall, don't be happy. Understand that, yes, we want to vanquish our enemies. We don't want to be under the thumb of our enemies. But don't be happy. Don't think that that's the end result. The end result is that we're all, that even our enemies become tzaddikim, right? Like we say, yitamu chatoyim, the sins, the sinners. But now we want to destroy everybody. We want to, they should turn themselves around. So he could say, don't be happy at, the, at your enemy's downfall, because he understands it's not about winning. It's about being sincere to the cause. He could write this prayer and inject in that prayer the proper balance of that we want, we want the persecution to end. Why? And this, that's why it comes right after this blessing that we pray for justice. And we say that we want to take away the, remove from us the sorrow and groaning, all that anxiety, all that pain that we impose upon ourselves that we should know what is the real pain what's really something to to feel bad or to get all heated up about this is the secret of life because we want we want you alone to rule over us through our shayftim, through our shaytrim through our yoyatsim they should all be representatives of God and we, bl- we pray that our shayftim should be sincere, our shayftim, sh- and, and every generation is given the leaders that they deserve. <laughs> and if we would deserve better, and when it, that's the pain and suffering, when a, a godel is nifter, when you have a generation where we lose Reb Chaim Kanievsky, or in a generation that we lost uh, a chazonish, yeah, he was 119. But it's a, it's a loss, it's, we feel the pain, who is going to be that person that we know truthfully that was so sincere, someone like Reb Chaim Kanievsky who only wanted to live in his own, would reopen himself up to every person, who doesn't have a picture shaking hands of Reb Chaim Kanievsky, if you can go there to Israel someone brought you and everybody, everybody and their cousin has a picture and he gave up his time to do that to write letters to people who kids in yeshiva who wrote him questions 
Yeah, he would answer Cain, Loi, one word answered, but he would answer them. And May posted and leave. He would spend hours instead of doing what he wanted to because he wanted to connect himself with the Jewish people. He wanted to be that guide. He felt that this was his chesed that he could do for everybody. And he felt that it was important. He lifted up the, and gave people, he smiled at people. He was a very joyful person. <laughs> and, and, that's, and so therefore that's the, the sequence between why it's stupped in right here. This 13th bracha of where we pray for the downfall and the destruction, obliteration, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, serious. Uh, it says, all our enemies should be cut down and the roots of the evil should speedily unroot and break them down and cause them to perish and, the sub- and subjugate them. And, we, and in Nusach Sfarad, in the regular Nusach has very serious uh, wordings of, and, and if we're not on the, and not, it doesn't follow Hashiva Shavtena where we want, we can look at it like, uh, like the Terminator, you know, like, like simple baseline, uh, just destruction, I'm, I'm me over you type of thing, which is, gets us further and further away from where we're headed in our Elul, towards the Rosh Hashanah where, and what we really want with this day of judgment, what we want from the, that we are so blessed to have a judge who cares about us, who loves us and wants us to, 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 to align because we have so much to, to, um, to, to contribute to this world. And this is the, you know, this is the, um, um, the depth of what we're learning in this week's Parsha and as the Rabbeinu Bahaya says, it's the whole Nesiva Ser Shalom. It's to align ourselves with our judges who represent the one and only king. And in that king, he created a world that will bring us to the ability to understand what judgment is, and what justice is, and what peace is. And when we align ourselves with Shem's will. That's, that's right. That's, that's right. That's the Shalom. That's the Shalom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now with the head first. Yes. That's right. Then the heart. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Then the, then the and body. Then, and then the, the, the liver is the liver. The body. <laughs> right. The, when you mentioned that... That's from the Vilna Goyen. It's, it's not, the, it's the, not yeah. my own. So that, that ties into the... Personally, Shoftim. Titin l'cha, b'chol sharecha, like the... The judges... Svasemes... The mind. Right. Judges of of our of ourselves, whole um, sharech and all the gateways of our of our understanding, all the portals of entry. Like the eyes, the ears. And that's so right. And What's the shofri then? Comparably, that's the that's like the, the, the these means like the the, 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 the giving instructions to the body yeah, parts. Yeah, what we have to close what the we eyes, what, the yeah what we do to uh, to to bring justice and to, to yeah. Where is was Yavna located? And uh, Yavna was in was in Eretz Yisrael. Was in Eretz Yisrael, yeah. And this is this uh, I just overheard. Rabbi Lazer started a new seder with um, with Rabbi uh, Byron, and he was learning Simon Pei Tess in Shulchan Aruch, that it says when the time of prayer comes, Oser laadim lahagdim lepesach liten shalom. You can't. What, what is that? What's it all about? And people say, you can't say good morning. You have to say, you know, of course you can say good morning. 
but why can't you say Shalom? Because the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shmoish HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shalom. I, I think the Pshat is because you didn't daven yet. You haven't established what it means to be Melech Hashem Yimloch Lo Va'ed. You haven't established that Hashem wants his kingship, not, not because of he, that he wants to rule, but because he wants to bring peace. He wants to bring satisfaction and happiness and justice to us. And if you haven't davened yet, you haven't established it, you're going to say those words and they're going to be meaningless. And therefore, perhaps your prayers are going to be, you'll also say them in your prayers just as a cordial welcome, a cordial hey, hi, how are you? You know, like, like in California everybody says, hey, hey, how are you? you know, yeah. No one, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. Only in California they do that. <laughs> you really want to know how I'm doing? Well, you know. Got a minute. Got a minute. I got an hour, you know. But, but that's, that's, I think that's the essence of this halacha in Shulchan Aruch. If it came the time to daven, and we have to reiterate and reestablish the basic tenets of life, which is shalom, which is malchus shemayim, and how it pertains to us on a daily basis, then don't use it. Don't go to your friend's house. It's interesting. This is from a Gemara in Brachas. Also, lahagdin lepesach. You can't go to your friend's house to give him a good morning, a hello, with the word Shalom. It's, it's because the name of HaKadosh is Shalom. And you can't, you haven't yet established what it really means. Because then, when you will go to your friend's house, it's going to be with a total different, you will be benefiting him, you will want his, you will truly understand what you're trying to contribute by saying hello so and Shalom to the next person. So after you're done with Shmanesra, it's interesting that yeah. the whole ceiling is the Shalom. That's right. Now you've, now you've, re, you've right. re-centered yourself. Right. And After I, the whole davening, we say it, I, as I said, we say it in the Pesukah Zimra multiple times. Okay. It's the okay. basis of, of Pesukah Zimra. We say it right before Shemun Again, we say it in Uvalotzion and then Aleinu. That's establishing the, the foundations of Shalom. And, and, and What's the proper uh, a non- Good morning. You can say good morning. Just Obviously. can't use the word Shalom. That's what really the halacha. Somebody, somebody it's Shalom Aleichem, like first thing in the morning. Right. What do you say back? Right. Can you say Aleichem Shalom back? Right. Right. Chsidim have this, they say, Chsidim say Shum Aleichem. They don't say Shalom Aleichem. Shum Aleichem. It's like the Chabad, they say Simcha Manaka, right? They don't. We won't get into that. Right, right. Okay. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you.